Play me some Pippin, man. T-Shine, I think. Something like that. I was like, it's a T-something. Yeah, I think it's T-Shine. That motherfucker said T-Shine. T-Shine. He sound like he an old head. <laughs> I think he is. T-Shine been out for a while, I think. Like, damn, when you come up with that name, man. <laughs> What's popping, people? What's good? What's popping? What's tea? Welcome back to another dope-ass podcast. I'm your boy, Brenton Tarantino, a.k.a. Bosquiat Brent. I was like, what? <laughs> it's me, K Vetter. Hope y'all been well. Uh, before we get into it, make sure y'all um, follow us on all of our social media platforms. Our Instagram is Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. That's A D A P O D C A S T. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A D A P O D C A S T. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of that good shit. Um, what's popping with you? Y'all already know the vibes. <laughs> right. Period. Y'all already know the vibes. Hey, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and it's Valentine's Day weekend. I don't talk to nobody. My ass was at the house making TikToks. <laughs> I heard that. Hey, that's all I was doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, real adult shit. <laughs> right. That's that's what it is at this point in these days. Okay. Um, what's popping yeah, off with you? I actually had an active weekend, um, so Saturday, Saturday, Friday was my sister-in-law's birthday, um, so we ended up going to a restaurant, I want to say it was called Tribeca, a black-owned restaurant, um, probably won't be eating there again, um, and then well, we ended, it wasn't bad, it was just, you know how, it wasn't bad. It was just like you would just kind of expect it more. Like the amount that we paid for the food, you I just kind of expected it to taste a little bit better. I expected there to be more of a portion or more of at least more of a selection for us to choose from. But we had like a, it's like for her birthday dinner, there was like a special menu, and it was just like it wasn't that many options on the menu. So I was just like, eh, you know what I mean. And then we was outside, which. I mean, I don't know. I guess for the amount of people that we had, we had to be outside. But, of course, it was cold. It was cold. They had the little space heaters that was outside. This One of the little heater shits, uh, the gas ran out on it. So, we oh, had to... Damn. Right. And it was cold. So, we had to wait, like, you know, 20, 30 minutes for them to bring another... They couldn't find another gas, no, another gas tank or whatever to fill it back up. So, it was just a ghetto mess, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I probably won't be going back. Um, and then... Mm. Uh, and that's the thing. Like, if restaurant, it doesn't look ghetto. Like it's like a, it's supposed to be like a bougie dining experience, but it's just you know sometimes you just can't take nigger activity outside of niggas. Um, for real. <laughs> but you know whatever. And then we ended up going. So first we was supposed to go to a strip club. Um, and my sister in law, she is like she's fancy. So she ain't the type. She can't like be around common folk. I don't mind being around commoners. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, but. With her, she's like, nah, even before the pandemic, no, I got to have a section. 
So she was trying to find a section for a strip club. Them shits was taxing like a motherfucker. So we ended up going to Tongue and Groove. Um, she know folks that's... Because uh, she, you know what I'm saying? She in the industry of like, you know what I'm saying? Like bottle services and shit. So, you know, she's a, no, uh, she? a, bar, she a bartender and shit. So she know all the people in like some of the clubs and shit. So we was able to get a section in there. And mind you, this is my first time going into a club. You know, you know how I've been. You know what we've been on, standing our asses at home and all, all right. that shit. So this is like my first real club experience um, shit since 2019, I guess, or a lounge experience or whatever you want to say. Realistically, would my ass have been home? Yeah. Um, but how I look at it as my wife was already going to be going. Um, so it's like if she catch COVID and bring that shit back, I'm going to have it. So it's like I might as well go out. <laughs> but, but, realis- but realistically, if I had my way about it, would I take my black ass home? Probably, yeah. Because, you know, it was thinking about being around that many people and in these times it's kind of nerve wracking you know what I mean I ain't got no I haven't gotten a vaccine yet and even with the vaccine you still got to be careful so I'm still personally on edge um I really don't be feeling secure no matter really where I go especially if you I'm in an environment it, no mm, so right. yeah so and that's another reason why especially since I've been around you know what I'm saying like being around a whole bunch of people that shit like will kind of freak me out so um it definitely felt weird being in there, but having a section it and being kind of separate from other people, that felt uh, a little more comforting. I had my mask on the majority of the time outside of times when I was smoking. And even when I was smoking, I was kind of like in the back of the, of the, of the section, kind of <laughs> in a corner to myself or in a corner secluded. But yeah, I mean, I was trying to do what I could to stay as safe as possible, um, I mean, yeah, and there were some people that was, you know, in the club that didn't have masks. But, hell, I don't lie to you. Majority of people that was inside the Tongue and Groove did not have masks on. Um, There's a lot of places that people don't be having yeah. shit on. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. They the people like, fuck. Exactly, bro. I was like, bro, I'm about to turn my black out right back around. But It's the just people, the fact that it be them little crowded-ass spaces. Yes. That's my thing. I could say it was more spaced out, but we in a club, and it's like, you know what I mean? It's a little compact. Now, it wasn't like... Wall to wall, pad like clubs. People, you can barely walk through a motherfucker, but it was still a good people. People in there again without mask on. People in our in our section, everybody for the most part had mask on outside of when they were about to drink or they were smoking or whatever like that. The only person who didn't really have a mask on that is the birthday girl. But other than that, everybody kind of had their stuff on. But that was an experience for me. Again, that was my first time really going out for real. I took in a club environment since twenty nineteen. So. I, it was nerve-wracking, had anxiety, but it still kind of felt good to get out. I'm not going to lie. I definitely had moments where I was, like, lit and, you know, kind of forgot where I was for a second. So, right. you know, that well, definitely still felt... fun. Right. It still felt good to get out. Um, Saturday, uh, because of that, brother-in-law was in town, you know what I mean? So, uh, we was kicking it with them for a while. We ended up having, like, a little family brunch with, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sister-in-law, brother-in-law. My wife and everybody's uh, significant other, we pretty much just went out to eat, had like this little, like I said, brunch. Um, and that was it. I kind of I kind of kicked it by myself that day. I think she had like a, a girl's night watching, um, I forget, I, I think it's called Two All the Boys. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So she had like a girl's night watching that, um, you know, with some of her sorority sisters. And then next day, like you said, was um, Valentine's Day. Um, so we just kicked it um 
kick kick some shit. You did Valentine's. Right, Valentine's things. Um, we watched Justin no, Bieber. You gotta say Valentine's. Valentine's things. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Justin Bieber had his. Uh, he had a TikTok show. He performed journals. Journals is one of his like uh, more popular. Uh, projects that he put out, and it's definitely one I would say where he kind of crossed over into uh, black culture because <laughs> uh, journals was considered one of his like a like his R and B kind of uh, project. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, like, this was his first time ever performing, and he performed it on Valentine's Day on TikTok Live. Well, you know, like on TikTok, yeah, on TikTok Live. So that was cool. Um, and yeah, y'all, that was pretty much the weekend. It was like I said, it was Valentine's Day weekend. Hella active, had birthdays and. Holidays and shit, so yeah. You was active. You was in these streets, honey. I was, child, and I was like, listen, I'm about to stay my ass inside the house for. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, no, now you gotta chill out. <laughs> right, I gotta chill out now, shit. I was a little too active. I gotta chill now, nah, hell. Ain't nothing but, wrong yeah. with that shit. Just having a little good time. Right, that's all. Rejuvenate our souls. I mean, because even though COVID and stuff is going on, it's just like you do want to have a good time, and it's just at this point. Shit, <laughs> the world is open, baby. Okay, I yeah. can't speak for other places, but where we at, the world El- is open. So. Atlanta, and in Atlanta, it's open. Niggas don't give a fuck. So hey, Not I don't give a fuck them. with the motherfuckers at time. <laughs> it all depends. Yeah, depends on how fine the man I said I'm going to see is. <laughs> oh lord. It do, because if he ain't that fine, bitch, I'm not going anywhere. Okay? I ain't finna waste corona. I ain't finna risk corona for your ugly ass. No, I, I'm so fucking serious. A nigga told me to come out this weekend, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I, I'm, I literally stayed in the house doing TikToks and taking pictures. Like, that's what I did instead oh, of going out. Now, don't get me wrong. I know if I would have went out with him. I know he would have balled out. You know what I'm saying? Because he just that type of dude. Mm-hmm. But who, who, no, bruh, you ain't even that fine. I wouldn't take you to see my mama, so I'm Damn. definitely not finna. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so yeah. serious. You just a fun nigga to be with. Right. And he not ugly. You just a fun nigga to be with. Right. But you just not, huh? I feel that. I'd be like so serious. I feel like if I'm arrested, Risk it. You got to be fine as a motherfucker. I'm talking about... Let me see. Somebody fine. <laughs> I started to say David Beckham fine. That much. He ain't been fine since the 90s. What's about that? What about that? Uh, 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 what about Kelsey? Ooh, I don't know why I thought of white boys first, but I think I thought of white boys because I just seen D. Beckham something. Oh, when you said David Beckham, I was like, well, let me just go ahead and add the other white boy in there. Yeah, that's how I was like, don't be telling my other white man because I don't need other people finding him. I, no, I listen. You ain't the only one. I feel like all black women secretly love uh, Mr. Kelsey. They all know about him one way or another, whether it's oh, through actual. Nobody know about my man. Whether it's through actual sports or whether it's through other people posting him on social media, they know about him. <laughs> you ain't the only one. <laughs> listen, listen. I was about to say Chris Brown, but he ain't even that fucking fine to me like that. He fine. Don't get me wrong. But I'm trying to think of somebody that's like drop dead. I probably need to pass out when I see him. Uh, what's the dude? Is it Diamond from P. Diamond Daddy? from? For, oh yeah, I was. I was. He might say Drake. That nigga look just like Drake. <laughs> mm, to me, dude, he I, favors Drake. They're I like him to say that too. 
Yeah, or yeah. Brothers. I, I, yeah, I can see they brothers or something. They, yeah, they, 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 they can be related. They can be related. <laughs> yeah, like that's it. That's as far as that go. They twins that are not identical. Fine. Drake is attractive. Okay. So <laughs> Diamond. Yeah, that's okay. that's who I'm going to get Corona for. Okay. Now I get Corona for I'm over you. Leave me Ooh, alone. I'm with it. Leave me <laughs> you alone. You got Corona? I'm coming. Shit, what's up? <laughs> You're I don't ignorant. know what. No, <laughs> um, so getting into our topics for this week, y'all. So um it started off um not kinda wild, but you know, I guess there were some things that had to come to a close, and this is one of them. Um so Justin Timberlake uh had already kind of been in the news for a little while. Um maybe for I would say a a week or so, possibly. Basically, Britney Spears, um, she had a documentary that came out. Um, what was it called? Damn. I forget what it was called. I had it up, but it's gone now. But basically, she had a documentary that came out on um, FX Hulu. And, um, you know, it kind of just kind of talked about her life, pretty much her rise to fame, and then her crumble like when she everybody thought she was going crazy and shit like that she shaved her head and all that shit so basically it's like looking into all of that and during that um it's called i'm sorry it was called framing britney spirit framing britney spears um and in this documentary um of course one of the things it talks about is her relationship with justin timberlake and of course their breakup in 2002 and how her um back in the day that was story baby yes yes it was it was so big like justin and britney were like, like they, at that time they were like yeah, jay and beyonce 100 percent. yes exactly me you both said it exactly they were like a huge deal huge major couple at that time um so yeah when they broke up it was like really big headlines um and of course within the and i haven't seen the document documentary yet but from what i hear Inside it does talk about that and how like Justin kind of went on about his career and had like a successful career moving on and you know while everybody kind of portrayed their breakup on Britney and I guess by seeming it was she was a crazy one and something was wrong with her he never really kind of spoke up to her defense in that and like I said he just kind of just went on and had his career um, while hers kind of just took like a spiral downwards um, or went down a yeah, a, a, a deeper path, I guess you would say. Um, and then, I guess, fast forward to, uh, I forget which Super Bowl it was, but of course, we all know the performance where uh, Justin Timberlake joined uh, Janet Jackson on stage for the Super Bowl halftime performance. And it was in this, of course, that we remember the whole entire, um, you know, what, and this is what I said too, like growing up, ever since then, I always thought that shit was a wardrobe malfunction. So I, I never knew why people was really so upset with Justin Timberlake because I'm like, yo, like this was part of the show, but it just ended up like, why y'all not mad at wardrobe? Like, this is this wasn't a fuck up on Justin. Clearly, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, clearly this is part of the show, but it just this is wardrobe's fault. Like, clearly there was supposed something supposed to be there that wasn't there. But um, I'm 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 assuming that possibly wasn't the case. But of course, why everybody was really upset with Justin Timberlake in this uh, factor was because. Um, after this and after that performance, Justin went like just like Britney. He was able to go off and continue his career. He had much success. Meanwhile, uh, Janet Jackson kind of took the the fall and took the blame for that Super Bowl performance. 
Um, she was blackballed. Um, her music was uh, not played on many, many, many radio stations across the country. Um, and as we all know, and see, for, that's crazy because we're black, so obviously we heard Janet's music, right? And then it's, not, it's crazy because it really didn't stop her bag, like. And see, that's what I'm. Uh, maybe it stopped her crossover bag. Maybe it, maybe white people wasn't really fucking like that, and maybe she wasn't getting played on white radio. Is she? I feel like how J Lo is just so booked and busy these days. Mm-hmm. That's how J Lo. I mean, Janet, Janet Jackson would have been if right. that wouldn't have happened. You know what I'm saying? So, right. uh, other than that, she because she still got bread, right? And, and, and I, she still was doing all them tours, and people love her shows. And that's so, what I'm saying. Like you said, like we black, so I never knew. It wasn't until like more recently, once he apologized and all that shit came out, and people started really telling me like of what the reason that like she wasn't getting radio play for some people. I because like I said, we niggas, so I always knew or thought Janet Jackson was popping. Now what I I'm did a- know was they dumbed down the Super Bowl after her performance, so they had a lot of whack ass performances for a whole while because they wanted to just you know what I'm saying like. Calm shit down a little bit. Make sure you know. I forget who the I first really real major. The I forget who after that. But I forget, yeah, that's exactly. They weren't really that memorable because like she was the last real one. After that, they dumbed them down. Like there was no like major dancing performing artist. It was like some kind of country singer. It was somebody that was like usually whack and didn't have much. Well, I mean, I don't know now because Beyonce and later came on with you know the formation and everything. Yeah, that's so what I'm so saying. I'm it wasn't sure. until. It wasn't until around that time to where they started to add in, all right, let's start to give, give the people what they want. Let's start to add in a little more slightly, you know, not well, risky performances, like but, you know, we know Beyonce is going to come out there and no, in no full, like, you know what I'm saying, suit or nothing like that. She's going to come out there in something that's might be slightly revealing. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it took a while for them to, for the Super Bowl to be able to try to open it back up to hip-hop artists, well, R&B artists. It's, I, I, I don't know because I don't really remember all the performances after that, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, of course, it, I don't know. Either way, Janet, I don't really remember her performance. All I do remember from that is that it was the biggest scandal of that time. That truly was the biggest scandal. And I remember that Justin never fucking said anything, even after people mm-hmm. kept saying, you should say something. Mm-hmm. So. I get that Justin is on his, like, apology thing or whatever, but it's just like, Justin, I don't give a fuck how you flip this. You knew at the time you wronged Janet. You knew that shit at the time. I don't care that the the way the world is now, everybody's making you come out and, like, you know, say something about certain things, but no, like, you knew that back then because it was so big. It was so big. Like, I remember that because that's them days when you really were in celebs business because you didn't really see them like that. You only saw them when people posted them. You know what I'm saying? Like, now we have Instagram. You have all these social media outlets. You can just easily Google them and find them. You know, like, you could always stay connected to a celebrity. Back then, you had to wait for reports, newspapers, magazines. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It was like a different time, but... I just remember that was really big and Justin ain't say shit until 2021. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Like I said, 
Like I said, for me, growing up that whole time, and even till recently, I thought this whole time it was a wardrobe malfunction. So all these years, I've been telling people, and that's what I thought it was. Like I think it was even quoted that it was a wardrobe malfunction. So that's what I thought this whole time was that it was a wardrobe malfunction. But it didn't start making sense to me. Like, well, damn, I guess he really didn't go into deep. You know what I'm saying? Explanation about this, and I don't think neither did neither did she. Like, I, like I, I can kind of think both of them just kind of left it to what it was. So that's Jen why I said something, but it wasn't like she didn't. I don't. I, I remember her being up on the stand saying something too. That's the crazy part. But I can't. I don't know if she. I don't think she threw him under the bus or anything. I think she just was a lady about the situation because you know that was still back. When you you had to be prim and proper in the press, mm-hmm. so I don't think she really just said anything off the wall. I can't really just truly remember, but I do know that Justin had several instances to say something. Yeah, and I remember he did not. <laughs> so and I was just like, damn. So their their perhaps top performance was in two thousand four. So it was Jessica Simpson, Janet Jackson, P Diddy, Nelly, Kid Rock, and Justin Timberlake. I remember that performance. I remember all the money was on stage. Um, the next year was 2005 was Paul McCartney. So he's an OG, but to me at the time, I, I knew about Paul McCartney, but that's not who you give a fuck about seeing out of fucking halftime during the Super Bowl. Um, 2006 was the Rolling Stones. Again, OGs. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm not giving a fuck about the Rolling Stones. Mm. Um, now 2007 was Prince. So that was dope, of course. But 2008, we had Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker. 2009 was Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. 2010 was The Who. So we really didn't get what we kind of wanted for real again until 2011, which was the Black Eyed Peas. And next year was Madonna, Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Katy Perry, Cope. So then, it, you know, it, it took a, took until like maybe 2011 to really get back into the routine of, I would say, more decent <laughs> performers outside of Prince. But, um, so yeah, they had kind of dumbed it down a little bit for the old, the old white motherfuckers, basically. But, yeah. So, sad out to say, like you said, Justin Timberlake finally, um, came out after all this time. And, of course, like most people have been saying, and like you just said, I'm pretty sure it's because of the heat and the pressure this nigga started catching after the documentary came out. And once people started adding his ass and, you know what I'm saying, letting him know, like, hey, bro, you need to speak up on this shit. We ain't forgot. <laughs> Nobody uh, has. Right. Truly. So, that's um, shit that's itched in your brain. Yeah. And it's so it been so long ago. <laughs> ain't got shit to do with us no more. Right. So he comes out and says, um, he posted on his Instagram. He said, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem where um, I spoke out of turn or did not speak for what was right. I understand that I fell short in these moments and in any, I'm sorry, and in many others and benefited from a system that condones misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. Uh, I also feel compelled to respond in, in part because everyone involved deserves better and most importantly because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be part of and grow from. The industry is flawed. It sets men, especially white men, up for success. It's designed th- I'm sorry, it's designed this way. As a man in a privileged position, I have to be vocal about this. Because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all it, that it was 
while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. Um, I have not been perfect in navigating all of this throughout my career. I know this apology is a first step and doesn't absolve uh, the past. I want to take accountability for my own missteps in all of this as well as be a part of a world that uplifts and supports. I care deeply about the well-being of the people I love and have loved. I can do better and will do better. So that was from JT. Um, Uh, I'm going to put it like this. Yes, Justin, thank you for your apology. I'm sure Janet needed that. I'm sure Brittany needed that. Yet, that's one of them. What's the lady Emmett Till said? Emmett Till didn't whistle at her. To me, that's one of them. Because you knew goddamn well that what you did was wrong. You knew it for all them years. Now your career is not really just, who the fuck is going to to a Justin Timberlake show? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like... Let's be real. I mean, you probably will, but what the fuck? Ain't nobody else. Like, it ain't thousands of people going with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't in popular demand is all I'm saying. So, to me... What? This is like... Come on, Brent. You really... Like, Justin Timberlake is still Justin Timberlake. Do not get me wrong. All I'm saying... That's what I'm saying. ...is you're not in the forefront anymore. Yeah, he's not. That's all I'm saying. He's not. not in the forefront don't really give a shit about your apology. But I'm you sure still Janet a, needed it, though. You're still a big name. Like, Usher not in the forefront, but Usher probably sell out a tour right now. But all, I ain't saying that he wouldn't sell out a tour. I'm just saying... But you said people not going to see like, him. Brent, I'm saying it's not like anybody is lined up to go right at this moment to go to a Justin Timberlake show over Ariana Grande or something. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You're you're no longer in the spotlight as you were back then when it was mm-hmm. more important for you to say this apology is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. therefore, this to me is just like okay, Justin, kind of null and void. Thanks, but no thanks. Like who gives a shit now? That happened how long ago? You just said motherfucking 2004. I don't give a fuck about you pulling Janet Titty out in 2004. That's what I'm saying. I guess a lot of people did though because the people still been waiting on this apology this whole time and been adding him and tagging him. So it's like, did should he have not said nothing at all and just kind of just went on about his life and just kept on doing like he did all these years? Is that you? You finally done it. You should have did this 2010. If Mm. you really just if if it's been weighing you down that much, like you said, it ain't been weighing him down. It's only come up because. Of the documentary, and because everybody's been adding him. I guarantee you, if that Britney Spears documentary came out, and that people not been adding his ass and tagging him, that's that's, that's the first thing he started with. I've seen all the comments and the tags. And And that's that's what lets me know you only did it because of that, is what I'm trying to say. So why? why? You only did it because people were asking you to do it. But people were only asking you to do it back then, too. This was so big back then. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, Justin, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I personally felt like he should have just kept it. He should have went on and just honestly just kept it. It's, like it said, is you what did, it is. Did, right. At this point, it's, it's under the road. Now, you didn't do You went this that's whole like, time. Okay, Justin. what they say? A, a day late, a dollar short? Yeah. That's my whole point of it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Thanks, um, Justin. Um, but Janet, uh, I'm sorry, well, Miss Jackson... She she ended up uh, posting on her social media as well, um, kind of just uh, 
That was a word. That was a people ain't gonna catch that. I said Miss Jackson. That's mainly because I'm nasty, but people ain't gonna catch that. Um, I'm like Brent. We got it. <laughs> black people ain't gonna catch that. Um, but yeah, so she ended up coming out and um, she went to her uh, social media and she didn't really say him by name or whatever, but she just kind of expressed her appreciation, her love for everybody. Um, she expressed her gratitude to her fans. She said, I was at home just the other day by myself and I began to cry. I was crying because I was so thankful for all that God has blessed me with, all that he has given me, and I'm so thankful for him being in my life, and I'm so thankful for all of you being in my life. Um, and basically, I think that came outside of Justin's apology and all the fans showing love to her. But um, because of this and because people just kind of backing or wanting to back uh, Janet Jackson during this time, people actually started streaming the fuck out of control, which was one of her, uh, you know, big songs back in 1986. Um, and it's now they've been streaming it so much that it's number one in the Apple Top 40 U.S. Pop Album Chart. That's what's up. So she said, "I never, never in a million years I would uh, never think that this would happen. I really appreciate you and I love you so, so much. Thank you." So. That's she, why I say it was needed for Janet. <laughs> like, yeah. She did. She really did need that apology. So, I mean, I'm glad he came to it. Mm-hmm. It's just, damn, Justin. 2021, 2004. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He already hit the 10-year mark. He's, shit, you he was almost at 20. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> you might have well kept that beer going strong. Right. Yeah. See how long? See how, let's see how long we're going to extend this for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, but hey, thankful that Janet getting these streams now. So hey, yeah. that's what's up. Black woman yeah. won winning. So hey, that's yeah. all I care about. Um. So next up, uh, and you ain't talked about this dude in a while, but because it's associated with Meat Meal, and it was kind of, kind of big news this weekend. We gonna discuss it. So. Meat Mill and Snicks. <laughs> I want to say six nine, but I was about to say snitch nine, and it was it just kind of didn't come out at all. But six nine, um, I don't know where these motherfuckers was at at all. Um, but apparently Meat Mill had some type of appearance that he was at. I'm not sure if it was a club appearance or whatever, because you know niggas don't give a fuck about Corona. Um, and apparently. Six nine knew about this and knew of his location, so he wanted to, I guess, wait for Meat Mill so he can press him. Cause you know Meat Mill kind of has something against Six Nine, and Six Nine kind of has something against Meat Mill. Internet beef. Yeah, it is internet beef mainly because we all know that Six Nine ratted on his people, and we know that hood niggas and street niggas that's against they they G code. So Meat Mill really can't stand this nigga and. It's just always just been internet beef with them, like ever since then. But um, so six nine pushed up or pulled up on them or whatever, and you got you know uh, video footage. First of all, you have video footage from both sides. I don't know what we've come to today in society where two men are yelling at each other while holding phones, recording each other. Like, I can only imagine that it looks dumb in person because it looks stupid on the phone. I feel like Meek picked up his phone after a while because he saw 6 9 had his phone out. 
Now, just looking at the videos, it looked like 6ix9ine had his out the whole entire time. You Correct. He got out the car with his phone. Right. But it looked like Meek was caught off guard. And then yes. it was one of them, well, nigga, I can record two moments. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, at least and, that's what I think went down. Yes. No, that's what went down. So, here's what I ended up saying, too. So, the first video I ever saw was from Meek Mill's Twitter account. So, I'm thinking that it's Meek Mill. Now, the voice that I heard calling... Six, six nine a, a pussy and you a bitch and all this shit didn't sound like Meat, Meat Mill's voice, but it was from Meat Mill's Instagram account. So when I ended up going to six nine, like I think it's, uh, Shay Room Academy, somebody posted six nine's angle from his his point of view. When six nine was recorded from his phone, you can see Meat Mill, and then you can see later on footage of when. Meek Mill's camera comes into play when he started recording from his phone. So when he started recording from his phone, you can see that the guy is record- who's recording from Meek Mill's phone ain't Meek Mill. So it's like a big-ass, swole-ass nigga that could be one of Meek's partners, somebody in his entourage recording from Meek's phone, calling 6 9 all type of bitches and hoes and y'all some pussies and all that shit. So, but regardless, uh, 6 9 tried to push up on him. Um, and... It just like like I said, it just looked like some some tomfoolery. Um, so six nine posted his like I said his his uh, post said stop letting these rappers lie to you. They too tough for security. He added Meat Mill. He said Meat Mill running around with police. This how you expose these fake gangsters. This nigga is pussy clown. Um, and that was his footage. Now from Meat Mill's footage. It says, the feds sent him to take me out. What the fuck? And he put a whole bunch of laughing emojis. Had to spit on him, so he retreated. LOL. He really waited outside the club for me. I thought I was dreaming. What the fuck? We almost smoked him. Uh, he, <laughs> he, po- he, uh, he said he posed a little threat popping up in the parking lot waiting for me. Um, and he sent a whole bunch of laughing emojis. So apparently he did. I mean, that's, that's the rumor. Now, I'm not sure if this is only coming from... Meek side, but the rumor is that he did actually spit on uh, 6ix9ine or spit in his direction. Um, somehow, though, but Meek did spit in his way. Mm. Um, well, I can tell you now, you spit, you getting your ass with Right. Um, Meek Mill also posted, then he said a Pooh Shiesty bar to me. What the fuck? And that's crazy because everybody been like really shouting out Pooh Shiesty. Like, no matter what it's been, no matter what the occasion, I've heard Pooh to come out of so many, people's, so many people's mouths over the past week. It's been, been ridiculous. Um, from other celebrities to people on radio to whatever the fuck. Um, so Meek Mill also posted on his social media. He said, 6 9 waited outside the club for me. They trying to get us. What the fuck? He said, we did not. He said, we did not run into each other. I was getting in my car. He just popped out. We almost were smoking on that 6 9 pack for the love of, for the love of a viral moment. Uh, he trying to get something locked up. No cap. LOL. Why did he pick me? What the fuck? Um, so yeah, that's their continuous ongoing robbery they have. I don't know what's going to ever come of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, 6ix9ine, he's, you know, still living out here in these rat streets. Um, he has now grown out a beard, uh, to more like, I guess, more resemble Master Splinter. Uh, so, you yeah, know, hey. 
it is what it is. We're going to see what comes of this. I'm sure it may be in, um, all shit this again. I do know that Meat Mill posted a video of him riding around in his Rolls Royce or some type of expensive car playing a new song that he just recorded in the studio. And it had like a little disc thrown at, uh, who I can assume was 6ix9ine because you heard something about it. You a bitch, you a rat. Some, 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 that. I feel like anytime you hear the word rat, it's pertaining to 6ix9ine these days. So, um. Well, I know I saw that picture that they posted of, um, <laughs> Lil Dirk and Pooh Shiesty. And somebody said what Pooh Shiesty and Lil Dirk look like. And Pooh Shiesty was the little mouse. <laughs> <laughs> it was so. I, I, it wasn't Ratatouille mouse. I can't think of that mouse, but. It was yeah. some mouth, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, the funny part is, ever since I've seen Pooh I was like, damn, he look like a mouse. He really <laughs> did, really Lord Love. He really did. Yeah, he do. And he looked just like a mouse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so. <laughs> this was almost a close call for, for our boy, man. Um, Atlanta's finest, man, Saha the Prince. Shit went, shit was almost bad for him this weekend, y'all. Um. Literally almost lost his life. Uh, he pretty much got into a... Uh, was chased by... I guess a car or whatever. Speed chasing or whatever. And start was just shooting at him the whole time. But this is what he said on his Instagram. It's kind of long, so I'm going to try to speed through it. Uh, he said, Today is a day about love, but in my city, the city of Atlanta, there is no love here anymore. A couple of nights ago, uh, there was an attempt on my life. Somebody tried to gun me down on the highway. I tried everything I could do to lose them, but they were adamant about taking me off this earth. They were... Oh, he meant they were, but he said they were. They were shooting at me while I was driving, and even after my car flipped, hit a pole, and crashed into a tree, they came back and shot up, shot the car up some more. Uh, at this point, I don't know if it was a mistaken identity, a robbery, or associated with something that I did when I was younger, but I have been in the streets in over a decade. I just want to know why and if there's anything I can do to fix the issue. I was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and I have tremendous love for my city, but it's chaotic out here. I'm trying my best. Uh, to keep a level head, but when you don't know who is after you, it's hard to wrap your mind around it and not be paranoid. By the grace of God and my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I am still here. I just want to let people know who... What? I don't even know. I just want people to know who were trying to kill me that I am not a bad person. Oh, there we go. I don't want revenge. I just want understanding and closure. So everyone that's in Atlanta right now, please protect yourself. Stay out of the way and be careful because it could all be over in a split second. Uh, I between different... I'm sorry. I understand there's a lot of beef going on in my city between different crews. Uh, that is fueled by the music. But it is time that we all have a sit down and have a peace meeting. Um, he said there are too many lives... Boy, these niggas cannot spell. Have horrible grammatical errors. There are too many lives being lost over music. I know I'm not the I know I'm not the king of my city or nothing, but the real leaders, I won't say no names, but you guys know who you are. You all are extremely blessed to have the careers that God damn. The careers that you have and be able to feed your family and loved ones. It's time to stop the violence in Atlanta. I don't have all the answers and I do feel like somebody gotta step up and say something. So much love to every artist, label, hustler, and crew in my city. Please, let's resolve our problems, man. We don't have to kill each other. Uh, shake my head. Thanks again, Atlanta. I wrote this letter to y'all with tears in my eyes. So, whew, um, 
So yeah, let's. Uh, I mean, it's it's good that Saha the Press is still here. I don't know what the fuck that could have been about. Um, like he said, Saha the Prince. Um, he was with uh, Good Music for a while. Um, I'm not sure if he still signed with Good Music, but um, and small fact, DJ Black Boy, who you uh, I had on my show back in the day for our Instagram show, who was also the DJ to um, uh, Playboy Cardi. That was his first kind of real DJ experience, um, as far as like mainstream I guess I would say. So this first mainstream artist that he DJ for was Sahada Prince. Um I kinda knew that because he was still at George State at the time. So when he was starting once he got with Sahada he was like, all right niggas, I'm out. Like <laughs> I, I, I kinda blown up now. But um but yeah man, so I'm glad that Saha is doing um is 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 he's okay. He's not, you know, harmed or anything like that. I'm pretty sure this definitely will take a toll on his mental. Um, because again, like he doesn't know what the reasoning is for. He doesn't know why he's being targeted. He doesn't know who was after him. Um, so yeah, that can make any person, any grown man, woman, whoever the fuck look over their shoulder, because if you don't know who after you and you don't know what the fuck the reason is for, yeah, it's going to, it's going to shock you. So yeah, I mean, and it's a lot of murdering going on. It's a lot of people losing their lives. Like he says, a lot of rap shit going on with Mo3 and Dallas is gone. It's a lot of niggas who, you know what I'm saying? Been getting shot up. Benny the Butcher got shot up. Boosie got shot up. This is all in Texas, but still, like, it's a lot of people that's, a lot of rappers that's getting shot at and just getting killed, getting targeted or whatever, and niggas don't really know the reason why, so. Um, yeah, man, it's, niggas just gotta take it every day for granted. Um, like I said, he not only got shot at before him, but he ran into a pole or some crazy shit and wrapped, wrapped the car around a tree. So it's like, huh. he had several ways that God could have took him out. Uh, or he could have got taken out. Um, so yeah, you know, keep him in our prayer. Um, and then, damn man, your boy, bro, Yellow Beasy, bro, he got arrested. Um, he got arrested over the weekend on some weapons charges. Now he's saying that he felt like it's a setup. Um, but he was riding. Um, let me see what he was riding through. I forgot where he's. Where did he say he was riding down at? Uh, oh, he was in Dallas. Driving in Dallas or whatever, uh, cops put him over after they claimed he was running some stop signs, which he said he was capped. Um, they searched his car. Um, of course, unclear why, but allegedly found an unlicensed weapon. We went on to say that the reason why they searched the car, they claimed they smelled some marijuana, and Yellow Beezy claimed he don't smoke marijuana, and they didn't find no weed in the car anyway. But I believe that I don't smoke them. I don't... I don't believe that he don't smoke marijuana. I don't believe he does smoke marijuana. He just didn't have none in the car with him. But regardless of the fact, you know what I'm saying, they, the cops felt like that was enough to search it, which, of course, we all know is going to be bullshit. Um, but he said that uh, he was driving his armor-plated, bulletproof truck in his old neighborhood trying to get a Valentine's Day gift for his girlfriend um, when, that shit, when that shit happened. So, um, Yeah, well, hopefully he... Don't get charged for the shit if they making it up, because we all know they will. Right. It said for the gun they found, it said uh, Yellow team claiming that um, that his whole entire arsenal is registered. So, yeah, yeah, they saying it's cap. I do know that he has been released. Um, So, we'll see what comes, uh, if anything more comes of this. I'm pretty sure we probably will get an update or something like that. Um, But, yeah, child. I saw that. As soon as I see you, when I see anybody that you like, I be thinking about you. Like if I see Yellow Bees or NBA Young Boy, I'm like, damn, that's <laughs> that's 
That's Kim folk. For real. I'm like, that's they're Kim people. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Alright, but yeah, and um and moving on to news you ain't have to hear. You really ain't have to hear this. Hell no. Um so Young Blue um had a song remixed by Tory Lanez. Now we all know that Tory Lanez uh outside of um Jacquees is considered like a remix. King. King in a way, like he will take one of your songs, take one of your beats or whatever, and remix it, and make it his own. Um, and that's what he did to Young Blue. Now Young Blue has a track called "You're Still My Your Your Mind Still." I'm sorry. Um, and I believe this was a song that I talked about before, and it actually featured Drake um, on it. Yeah, now, I was say that's how Young Blue is even who he is, because Drake really brought his ass out when he hopped on that song with him. Yeah. Um, and honestly, that's how I, I mean, that's really kind of how I knew him or how I first was introduced to him. I think I had seen him before, like in a picture, maybe the academics that posted a shade room, you know, somebody I may have posted before on social media, but I had never heard of his voice. I had never, you know, knew what he was about. It wasn't until that song with Drake. And I was like, okay, let me see what this young nigga about. But again, um, Tory Lanez remixed the song and Young Blue really didn't, uh, Cared, he didn't. He didn't care too much for that. Um, mainly because he said that you know he didn't get a shout out from Tory Lanez. He said before the fact or whatever he had been trying to hit Tory up to collab with him on some shit, and Tory never hit him back or never said anything to him. So nigga, how the fuck you just gonna remix my song and not shout me out nothing like that? So he hit up people. I guess he had his people hit up YouTube and uh, had people take down Tory song or Tory remix. Um, so he also went to his social media, went to his Instagram and said, how you going to remix a nigga's song but act like I don't exist and don't show no love when you do it? Make it make sense. Uh, he said, remix is cool, but show love. Y'all niggas weird. He added Tory Lanez and said, I reached out to you on some less work shit. You never responded. That's cool. Never going to get mad at that. But you want to remix my song and don't even acknowledge a young nigga uh, trying to come up. You rap niggas be on some hoe shit. Uh, ain't no more biting my tongue with you niggas. If you like my song enough to remix it, at least add a nigga coming up in the same lane. Show love. Niggas be acting scary. I'ma come direct. Ain't finna subtweet shit. Oh, um, okay. Right, he was like, period. Nigga, goddammit. You ain't finna just use my shit. I've been trying to hit your ass up. You not hit me back and then try to use my shit on the slide and not show no love, bitch. Who the fuck you think this is? Um... And his his Instagram handle by the name is Blue Vandross. I just thought that was kind of hilarious. Um, so Tory Lanez, of course, <laughs> Tory Lanez, of course, responded back via Twitter and uh, added him. He said, "Crazy thing is, I love your music and your song. That's why I remixed it. You're an incredible artist, and I've been listening to you since. Unappreciated. Uh, but if you feel some sort of way, we can just talk like men over a phone and not social media. Love, bro." Um, and so apparently they did, apparently they did have a conversation. Um, I want to say it was today or yesterday. I can't really remember. It was either today or yesterday. I saw a video posted of, um, Tory Lanez at first. And then he pans over, um, in a selfie mode way. Um, and there was young blue right behind him. He was like, yeah, man, we all good. He was just kind of just talking shit. Like, yeah, we all good. He said, move from moving forward, nigga. I'm going to always tag this nigga and shit. I don't want no smoke for this nigga. Uh, we just put some, uh, he said, well, I think he said they just they had laid a song down and they just worked on a song together. Had You know, Jay had just pretty much recorded a song. So, 
I guess if y'all listen so to Tory Lanez, Tory's been booked and busy. <coughs> Tory is definitely not letting anything stop him. He's not letting the Megan Stallion shit stop him from trying to continue on. Um, and I can't necessarily blame him. It's like, you know, if that's what, if, if this is your lane, this is what you do, you can't just, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't let something stop me from trying to still do my shit. Well, he probably just be in his house all day and just be in the darkness and silence and shit. Like, I mean, if he's an artist. Blame him. It's just yeah, like, he got, he got any money. It's not like he really, truly... He addressed the situation, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, it just seemed like it's a lot of lies going on about it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. From from him, the best friend, and Meg, all stories are different. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's just like, well, what the fuck really happened in that car? Do we need to, you know, get the bodyguard, the driver, right. whatever it was? But, you know, I'm just saying, I get it. I definitely get why he's out. Shit, he got to eat, too. Like you said. Right, so. right. It's just, damn, nigga, you've been everywhere since this shit. Right. Because I saw he got a song with Wayne. Wayne and somebody else recently, I think, that's dropping dropping now. It's a video they did for it. It's Wayne and Melly, and they say Melly spazzed on it. For real? Yeah, I heard it. It's Uh, it's a straight song. It's all right. And then I know he got I know he got something with the baby coming up. I know everybody was like... I know everybody was like, "Ooh, I wonder what what Meg gonna say about the, or what Meg gonna say to the baby about working with <laughs> working with Tori." Um, I think Tori, I think uh, Tori got a song with Chris uh, coming out. Uh, so well, yeah, he was saying none of the artists that are featured on his song care about women and stuff like that. Oh yeah, they, man. you know, yeah. just because. And I mean, you know, I get it. The internet definitely always feels like, okay, I have this opinion, and y'all artists need to take heed to it. But it's mm-hmm. just like, them niggas gonna eat if they wanna eat. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. This nigga finna pay me, I'm finna take his money, it right. is what it is, y'all either gonna right. support it or you not. Like, I feel like that's how them niggas be feeling. Yeah, I feel... about us truly. Yeah, they, at the end of the day, it's, it's about a check for them. They see a money opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And, and they don't... And, hell, and, it, and in their mind, they don't know what happened. I mean, I've literally heard people say this shit. I think that's why Jack Harlow said he didn't take Tori off of What's Poppin' Remix. He was like... You know, we I wasn't there. Like I don't. It's multiple sides of every story. We don't ultimately know. Like she said, he did well, yeah. it. He said he didn't do it. So it's like, what? You know, we not. We're not the police. We not lawyers. We ain't a judge. So we. Who are we in this point right now? All we can do is wait for more shit to come out and wait, wait for the trial to go out, and then we can base our shit off off of them. But until then, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. So. Yeah, cause um, in the video is. Jake Paul in it, everything, child. Yeah, yeah. But um, to me, the whole thing with that, like, people really don't care. I mean, Ariana didn't give a shit about putting Doja Cat on the remix to thirty four, thirty five. So you yeah. know what I'm saying, like. No, and that's what, and, and and literally that's what I tweeted. Cancel culture is just something, you know. <laughs> that's now some people really do cancel you, right? But the bulk. <laughs> That's who matters, and that's what I and that's what I'm saying. And it's like it really, and that's what I tweeted the other day. And I I put myself into it too because I know I do it. I tweeted cancel culture really be really be at the discretion of each individual. There are several people who pick and choose uh, hypocritically 
uh, I'm sorry, hypocritically, Father God, hypocritically, who they continue to support no matter what the person has done or been accused of, myself included. So it's like, regardless of the fact, like, people are going to pick and choose who they want to support. Like, you know what I mean? Like, who am I to, like, like I mean, even, like, you you pointed out to me, and I, and I understood it too, like, I'm listening to Kanye, but at the same time, I'm talking shit about Wayne. Or, for the instance of, you know what I'm saying, like, uh, I don't know, like, I listen to Chris Brown, but may not, you know, somebody else may not, I may talk about somebody else listening to somebody else. It's like, no matter what somebody has been accused of, you have people are going to pick and choose who they want to continue to listen to. You are. So that's why I kind of... All the stuff that these people have done, truthfully, we shouldn't listen to half these artists. A lot of, a majority of the artists. Truthfully, if we're going off of just morals alone. Right. What the fuck? Right. Do y'all not know these people got money and can do whatever the fuck they want? Like, the shit we get claimed ghetto for, or you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's ratchet. You know, like, they do it, and it's, they're rich. (laughs) So it's like, bruh, no. You just never fucking know Mm -hmm. who or what they got going on, truly, behind closed doors. Right. So that's why I already said, like, this year I kind of gave people, gave, like, celebs a leeway. The only artist I'm really not listening to right now, of course, still is R. Kelly to this day. I mean, I'm not... I. With Tori, I, I haven't, I don't think I went through and, like, removed all of his music from my playlist because, again, I have, like, a hella playlist of thousands and thousands of songs. So if a song come up, I may or may not skip it, just depending on what it is now. But I've kind of, like I said, I kind of gave everybody, like, a, a, like a, like a, like a leeway. Just based off of that tweet, and like you said, this cancel culture, motherfuckers can't just be picking and choosing, like, all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it. You can't you be can't a because if you, you don't know what I mean? choose Chris, if you if you say no to Chris, you gotta say no to Trey. You can't have neither right. one of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you say no to them, then who is that? Fuck. Because uh, even I think Justin Bieber even had something like uh, like a story for a second that came out about him that I mean eventually I think was proven to be false, but for a second it was just like well shit, are people about to cancel Justin Bieber now? Like, you did, know what I mean? Did somebody choke somebody once. Child, I feel like everybody didn't got choked. <laughs> I'm just saying, did it make I know. I know. Um, again, hell, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, look, football players, Ocho Cinco, period. Like, bro, you just gotta. You gonna pick and choose. You gotta. I mean, you know, you right. gonna do it. You just gotta do it. Right. Like, right. Boom. Right. And then I guarantee you, people are really, really really start thinking about shit before they do it then if you mean it and say it say mm-hmm. it and mean it right but hey, so so yeah so um i guess you know what i'm saying be expecting some music from um young blue and tory lanes if you know y'all want to partake and listen um now i think we spoke about the baby a little bit earlier i'm i think i just had mentioned him not too long ago but something real brief about the baby, he went from charging, he, well, I'm sorry, he made a post on his uh, social media, and he said something on the, on the lines of from 30K to 300K, basically saying that he's now charging 300K for a feature. So if you want a feature from the baby, be ready to spend 300 stacks. I saw somebody retweet him and say, but damn, no wonder I ain't really been hearing y'all have some music lately. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, who the fuck's gonna pay for it? <laughs> so I heard that shit. 
I saw the shit, I died. I said, nigga, for real. Like, you'll see the baby on some songs, but shit, he ain't been on as much as he been before. Like, last year and year before that. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, like I said, y'all want the baby yeah, on the song. Yeah, niggas can't afford him. Hell no. Fuck no. They can't get that shit. Um, and real talk, if I'm spending that much, I'd rather spend it on Lil Baby than The Baby, and that's no kill. But if I'm about to, hell, Lil Baby spend, what, 200 I think his, what, 200 200 I don't uh, know, but Lil Baby is definitely worth it spending that much because you know it's going to be a hit. Yeah, that's it. It went back to your post on, on ADAP as far as who would have the best, the worst verse when it came to, I think the first people was Roddy the Rich, the Baby, Lil Baby, and Gunner. A lot of people were saying uh, Lil Baby. Um, yeah, nobody think, really said Baby. Uh-uh. I mean, um, I definitely know he would, he would ride. He would hold his own. Yeah, yeah. He ain't finna yeah, just, yeah. It'll slap. Right, it's right. Just, he ain't gonna have that bitch. Right. And I think anytime you put Lil Baby on anything with anybody, now Lil Baby really be just killing that shit. Mm-hmm. He take it personal. I feel like he would really be wanting to like, all right, who on the song? Say less. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just perfecting his craft because yeah. he just low key started. So yeah, I yeah. Mean, I think that little nigga did fire, yeah. bro. Yeah, like, imagine if he would have really started back in the day. Right. Nigga. Um. So, in more comedic news, um, Bow Wow said he wanted to be a wrestler, basically. Um, I know that at one point he said that he had kind of done all he wanted to do in his lifetime. He even went on a Vlad, I think it was a Vlad interview. It may not have been a Vlad interview. I think he, no, it was a Breakfast Club interview. He went on Breakfast Club and saying that, I think they asked him one time, like, you know, I think we heard that you were suicidal. And he was like, yeah, uh, kind of felt like I did everything in my life that I wanted to do. So it's like, well, nigga, what? Like, you feel like you've done everything you wanted to do, so you just you you just want to die? Like that's it for you? You have no other business ventures or no, nothing extra you want to do with your life? Um, so I'm guessing now all of a sudden he said he's he's had a lifelong dream of wanting to become a wrestler for the WWE. So that's something he he's uh, taking the steps uh, I guess to go for it with. Um, and I guess a lot of a lot of real wrestlers didn't like that. Um, he ended up posting on the social media saying, a lot of wrestlers who are coming for me on Twitter should be happy I'm going back and forth. Most have uh, like 70K followers. I'm actually helping you become a bigger name. Um, how you on Raw with 50K followers? Something not adding up. And he said, it's going to hurt uh, when I win a title before they do. Damn, how y'all let Light Mike come in and ruffle your feathers? Uh, he put uh, laughing emojis. <laughs> and hash- he said, hashtag Bow Wow WWE. Um, he Not said like from Mike. right. He said from hit records to movies to hosting to future WWE champion. Hashtag believe. Um, so, like I said, some uh, wrestlers started getting into his mentions. Um, he started adding people. He said, and now mind y'all, I don't watch wrestling no more, so I don't know none of these wrestlers' names at all. But Damian Priest, he said he added Bow. I'm sorry, Bow added him. And he said, hey, tell your uh, little pet bad bunny uh, I've been watching and I'm not impressed. I got the real Morrison back. Stop hiding from the real Mr. Bunny. 
He said, hi, not impressed, huh? Every Monday we're living what you're chasing, homie. But by all means, keep shooting blanks on Twitter. Um, and then uh, Bow Wow retweeted him and said, don't have to chase what's in place. See you soon, my friend. So, hey, y'all. Bow Wow might be in, in, in talks with uh, Vincent Man. We very well could see Shy Moss in the ring. I ain't like, watched wrestling since I was a child. Child, I ain't watched wrestling since The Rock left. <laughs> Once The Rock started taking acting seriously, that's when I left wrestling, for real. Well, all uh, I remember is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. The Rock. Yep. Mankind. Undertaker. Oh, I wasn't going to say I, Mankind, but definitely Undertaker. I remember all some wrestlers now. All type niggas back then. Yeah. Hulk Hogan. I, I mean, obviously, I ain't see his matches, but I remember him. Yeah. Um... But them the niggas I remember. After that, I, sh- shoot, I can't yeah. tell you one wrestler. After China. <laughs> yeah, after that, now I'm done. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. Um, so, yeah, y'all, I mean, shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. If if Shad Moss get into the ring, I'd be interested to see what's going on. I mean, hell, at the same time, listen, we know wrestling is, wrestling is fake. So, we know regardless of, He's you know. Alley. Yeah, like, we know regardless of the fact, I mean, hell, if he win a title, we know that it was written to his script to win a title. We know that he didn't win it off of his actual wrestling ability because that's one thing I can say about that shit, bro. I, 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 I hate to go too too far off on a tangent, but I think I saw, I forget who had, what wrestler was listing their accolades. But I was like, bro, it's fate. Like, yeah, you can say you a five-time, ten-time world wrestling champion. Okay. Vince Man wrote it into your script. It ain't like you actually went out there and... You know what I mean? Like, you, y'all fought to the death with mutual... You know what I mean? Y'all had a mutual understanding beforehand of who was going to win this match. It's wild. So... I don't know how you able to... You up here catatalk, I'm the 10-time such-and-such champion and 20-time this... Nigga, yeah, Vince made it that way. (laughs) But I I never really thought about that until that moment. I'm like, well, damn. Niggas do be doing a lot of... Wrestlers do be doing a lot of capping um, off of some shit that was scripted. But we're going to move right along. We're going to let y'all, you know, have that. Um... Now, moving on to some news that I kind of wasn't surprised by. Um, people are kind of suspecting and putting two and two together that BRS Cash and Mulatto might be something or might have a thing or might be doing something together, but they're trying to put it together. So if y'all don't know who BRS Cash is, that's Mr. Throat Baby, and y'all know who Mulatto is. Now, I do know that not only does... I'm sorry, not only is Mulatto featured on BRS Cash's most recent most I can't even talk most recent project on a song called Cash App. Um, but I believe there was also another song where he does mention something about Mulatto, like I want a something like Mulatto, or I want a bad something like Mulatto. Something along the lines of he wants somebody that looks like Mulatto. Somebody else. Child, ain't no telling who these people talking to. But I I'm thought, just, like she even said Y'all know who I talked to or something like that when they was trying to say she was with 21 Savage. 
but I can't think of his name, and I want to say Polo G, but I'm sure that's not it. That could have been it. I felt like it was somebody else other than the Cash dude, but I don't so know somebody well, somebody had actually posted on that comment and said, "Y'all, uh, no, somebody, I'm sorry, somebody said, I think she was 21. Y'all will never know though. Um, so ain't no real telling. But like I said, they just putting pictures. Doing a whole bunch of side by side. They have one picture that Mulatto took in the mountains and a whole bunch of snow and shit. Um, that's on her Insta story. They have another picture where BR, BRS Cash actually had uh, posted a picture of himself on his actual Instagram, not his story. And he tagged the location as being Aspen, Colorado. And Mulatto was shown or seen to have liked the picture. Um, you can also see um, that Mulatto's DJ. Um, is in the same location and is actually in a video with BRS Cash wearing the same jacket that's in his own post. So you can kind of see that at least they're in the same area. You know what I mean? Like BRS Cash is in the same place where Mulatto's DJ is. And right. Mulatto just posted a picture of her in the mountains and snow. They all in the same. So they only putting two and two together. They in the same area. You know what I mean? Mulatto liking all the same pictures and shit. So people trying to see if BRS Cash and Mulatto could be on to something. So, you know, that's just some some little uh, breadcrumbs that the girls have gathered together. You know what I mean? Trying to see what's what. So <laughs> we shall see what comes of that. But, you know, I ain't got no hope, no faith, no nothing in celebrity relationships. Especially if a rapper's involved. Um, because it usually yeah, ain't going to last. Say these days. Everything is like geared around. Oh, they're toxic. They're they, you know, yeah. and then, oh, who can be toxic first? That's how I feel it is, and you know, it's not gonna last. But you know, hey, hey, hey. If anything, I just hope they get they fuck on. I, I I hope it's like a mutual, you know. I mean, you care but though. Like, do I care? Fuck no. But I'm just saying, like, our our they fuck on. Our I would rather them do that as opposed to try to fake a relationship and that shit not work. Like, just, just, just. Well, Quavo and Saweetie been going side. strong for a, a while now, so I don't know. Hey, yeah, I guess it just depends on your partner. I just I feel am. like with him, he fresh off in the game. Who even knows how long he'll be around? I think she definitely has a better longevity record. 100%. Uh, I, him, I don't know. I, I'll probably see one more song. And if this one don't go, then it, it's a probably a no-go for him. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't want Quavo and Sweetie to work out. I just don't think they will. I think eventually it's going to come a point. And I don't, think, I don't even know if it's going to be Quavo that do something. I just don't... I, don't I mean, from what you see, Quavo really does look in love. He does. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Even, I think if they don't, if they don't work out, I don't think it'd be Quavo. Cause I think Quavo really do care about her. I think it's gonna be. She looks like she know. care about him, but it, I don't know. I don't really see it. I don't. Really it's see, probably I, her personality, so it just makes it seem like she's more about just being seen. But I mean, um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So right, who knows? It right, I'm just, just what we see. Right, yeah, I'm just going over. See, it, it's something he definitely cares more about her than he than than she does about him. But I, like I said, that's just what we see. We don't know if that's true or not. Um, but moving on to our favorite segment, we moving right along to new music. New music. Um, but coming right into that first song, it's called "That Go," which was the first. I'm sorry, the instrumental we came into today. 
which is uh, by the Young Stoner Life, YSL, um, which is, of course, Young Thug's label. This features Meek Mill and T-Shine. Um, song Slaps. Um, I'm still waiting on um, Slime Language 2 because I think this is the second song that has been um, released or second single that's been released from that project or from, you know, because technically Slime Language 2 was supposed to drop on Black Friday of 2020, but it failed to come out. Um, it's been hinted at for almost every damn week, every other week. I feel like it's been hinted at, but it hadn't dropped yet. So, well, it's we'll, wild that Meek came off of a good weekend after this song and then boom. Right. <laughs> Him and 6 9 get into it. It's just, right. like, I won't say a good weekend, but a good Friday. Because I, I don't know when the fight was, but, well, the altercation. But um, it's just like, damn, all of a sudden you on some sucker shit with 6 9 But got a fire song came out. So, mm-hmm. hey, the song is lit, though. <laughs> I'm telling you, that second nigga, T-Shine. T-Shine. I like that. Um, well, I like that him on that verse. Yeah. On that song. Um, So our boy Kodak Black, he ended up dropping a song called uh, what's it called? Ever? Oh, I think it's called Every Ball Man. I wrote Every Ball Man. I think the autocorrect fucked me up. It's called Every Ball Man. Um, a ball man. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I uh, I mean it's cool. You know, I mean listen, Kodak Black is a, is an acquired taste. You can either like him or you don't. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I fuck Kodak. Huh? <laughs> I said I fought with Kodak. I, I fought with Kodak, Kodak too. I fought with Kodak too. I like this song better than the first one he released. Like I, I think he had like a first day out or something like that, similar. I like this song better than his little first day out shit. But um, but yeah, you know, do check it out if you if you if you you know if you like. It's called Every Bomb On. It's uh, by Kodak Black. Um. The next song is Bust It. Now, a lot of people have heard this, of course, from its uh, viral uh, TikTok. Uh, from everybody is doing the, uh, the the TikTok sensation. And truth be told, I ain't never heard the whole song. Me neither until this. Um, but yeah, and I and I don't know. I this this wasn't listed as a remix, so I don't know if this is the remix. But like I said, the only part it I ever heard of this song as a remix. She posted it. Oh, as a remix. Okay, perfect. So this is the remix. So, um, the Buster remix, this features Travis Scott. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know much what difference on a regular song from remix outside of Travis Scott, but Travis Scott added some to it. Um, but from what I heard, I, mean, I like it. But y'all know how I, I am, y'all. I, heard I don't have to have it, truthfully. I think that, she just got him on there to bring in more, yeah. you know, spins or whatever, but right. I don't have to have it. Now I will say she slid on Yellow Beezy song, mm-hmm. but I, I don't. I like I said, I really ain't even heard the song for real, so I can't even just say I like her or not like her. I just know I'm sick of bust it. I know yes. after the bust it, yes. bust it. After that, yes. I don't want to hear the verse because all I'm thinking of yes. is TikTok. Yes. Listen, this is one thing I'll say about TikTok, bro. And I said I said that shit with 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 Meg song. I've said that shit with Doja Cat song. TikTok. Will ruin a song. TikTok will have you stressed about a song. But I mean, hey, I, I know these artists, that's what they want. They want their songs to go viral on TikTok. They want their songs to go viral on 
you know, the Instagram reels because it gets their song more more spins, more notoriety, more plays, and all that shit. But God damn, I get so tired of hearing these motherfucking songs on a regular basis now because y'all TikTok me to death. For me, and once I hear them so much on them, I don't want to hear them at all. Yeah, I they, don't want to listen to the whole verse. I just want to hear that little minute or that little 15 seconds that they give you, and that's it. They done TikTok me to death. Even that little, that Like You song with that little, uh, with the, with the, with the silhouette challenge, even that little part, that shit done got on my damn nerve because, I don't know, I guess I get tired of re- too much repetition. And when everybody well, doing the same like shit, it feel like Christmas all over same. again, like, how Christmas, how people, everybody be doing the same Christmas songs over and over again. That's how I feel like with these shits. The Silhouette Challenge was more so, I feel like that's Doja Cat song, but I, I think so, know. it is. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, because I, heard, I yeah. was like, I heard that intro on one of her songs. Yeah, And it I was is. like, oh, that's that 50s vibe, because I think we recorded it, but I'm not sure. Uh-huh. I feel like I did. But, um, yeah, anyway. What's next? Yeah, I think the song is called Streets by Doja but the one by Doja Cat, the one that everybody was using. Um and the next song that I have is called Rolls Royce Umbrella. This is about an artist that I've never heard of called Clever, but it features Chris Brown. Now I randomly saw this because sometimes academics will post like new artists or new release songs or oh, have you heard this song by you know, and it might be an artist I ain't never heard of. I found a few artists like that. And I was okay, I I don't know who this artist is, but I know who Chris Brown is, so I heard it. And I'm like, okay, like, this shit actually sounds straight. I think Clever's are actually Caucasian, too, but the song he is like a is. little, yeah, the song a little vibe. It's, I, I ain't have to have it. You ain't it. have to have it, for real. I kind of liked it. It's all right. I, I don't have to hear it again. I'll put it like that. Okay. It ain't nothing that I'm just like, ooh, put that umbrella shit on. <laughs> yeah, and I get you. Yeah, but that's me. Yeah, and um, I got you. But Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z, their little collab dropped this uh, past week or whatever. And it's that song is called What It Feels Like. Now, mm-hmm. one thing about it, the crazy part that I thought was cool about this is that the Nipsey Hussle verse was actually an older verse that was done eight years ago. So hmm. it was produced for another rapper, to, and it like went on his song or whatever, and they just... They took it from that rapper song and then put it with Jay Z's, and I was like, "Oh, that's Damn. dope!" Because you would never truly know the difference just by listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. even though it was done so long ago, it's current. Right. Like the shit he's talking about. Right. Um, and then Young and May. Now I didn't oh. have to have this song, but I'm sorry. Can I know. can we go back real quick? Can we go back for a second? You can't. you need to, me to stop this or you? No no no, no 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 no! I just oh, want to talk about something right. on the song. No no, I'm sorry. So I was gonna save this for when we talked about the albums because this was that song was on an album. But I'm gonna talk about it now since you brought this song up. So Jay Z actually did something cool, y'all. Y'all know Jay Z will go back and update some shit and pull some old verses out on your ass in a second. Um, so I'm not sure if people remember this song, but it's called Murder to Excellence. This was actually on Watch the Throne with him and Kanye. Um, but in Murder to Excellence, this is what was one of the bars that he actually said. He said, I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died. Real niggas just multiply. And they say by 21, I was supposed to die. So I'm out here celebrating my post demise. Oh, my God. Ooh, shit. Uh, if you put crabs in a barrel to ensure your survival, you're going to end up pulling down niggas that look just like you. 
What up, blood? What up, cuz? It's all black. I love us. Um, now, he updated that verse on this uh, What It Feels Like song. So, he did, on this, he said, y'all know niggas can't swim. They fried Mike after he died. Y'all know niggas can't win. You never land, all jokes aside. I arrived on the on the day Fred Hampton got murked. Hold up. Assassinated, just to clarify further. What y'all gave birth is the chairman mixed with Jeff Fort. Big step on that jet with my legs crossed. Black stones on my neck. Y'all can't kill Christ. Black Messiah is what I feel like. Shit ain't gonna stop because y'all spill blood. We gonna turn out even more since y'all kill cuz. So. I know that shit was. I was like, oh my god. Right. The whole song is just touching. It really it's is. good. It's they really good. always give you something that, you know, makes you think, makes you be like, damn. Right. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So, right. just to hear them too, and I wish that Nipsey would have been here to really experience the moment because mm-hmm. I'm sure that would have been big. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, damn, right. nah, like I, I'm sure I don't know what they had in the works. But right. you know, Nipsey was making a buzz before his demise. He um, was, and you already knew that he, he really fucked with Hope, and Hope really fucked with him. Like, even that's when, what I'm when saying, Nipsey. So I don't know if they yeah, talked when, or. What? Well, you know, even even when Nipsey dropped his his album and he was charging niggas a hundred dollars for the album, like Hov bought a hundred copies of them. So it's like you know, Hov always been fucking with with Nipsey. Well, um, what I'm saying is, I don't know if they talked about getting on a track together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I feel you. I'm pretty sure they have. I mean, because hell, Nipsey was at the 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 uh, what's that brunch he be having? Rock Nation brunch and all that shit. Right. So I'm, I'm right, pretty sure they had a rapport. You know, they pumpers that they was right. talking about, you know, collabing and shit. I mean, we yeah. seen pictures of him and Diddy in the studio. Right. Studio like-ish. But, yeah. um... I'm sorry, you can keep on going, I'm sorry. Well, no, I was about to ask, did you have any more? But, anyway, oh, no. Off the Yak was the Young M.A. song. Now, personally, I... It's a drill beat. And it's... Yeah. It, I, I don't care for it. I don't have to have it. Okay. It's like... To me, it's not really young and May. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not her style. You, think, you mean? Yeah, like it's okay. like that. You know, it's that drill shit. But drill. I just feel like young and May is more that. You know that boo do 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 do. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it, but just a little more make you want to move a little more, mm-hmm. not the slow movement. But that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, now. G Easy, I don't know this lady's name, Kiana Lede, Lede, L E D E with the little apostrophe over it. The little I, think it's, I think it's Lede. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really know how to pronounce that. But either way, uh, A Little More is the song. Now, I tried to get into it after she sung. I was like, okay, let me see. But I couldn't, so I changed it. So I didn't get too long into that one. Now, this is another one that I was trying to listen to because I saw Gunna, but Rita Ora has a song featuring Gunna. And it's Rita Ora, David Guetta, or Guetta, however you say his name. And um, Amon Beck. Amon Beck. I don't know if it's all together. Either way, definitely, I'm going to say this. I'm going to have to go back to listen to that because... I, I couldn't get to Gunner's part because I was just like, what is this? And so I was just like, we'll go back. We'll go back later for that one. What is now, it called? It's called A Look Big. <laughs> I'm like, what? 
It's called Big. B I G. Big. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. And yeah. now Trey Songz has a song called Brain. Um, it's what you can imagine. Brain is. Um, I do not remember if I liked it or not. I can't even think of the melody because this song, which is surprising, because every time that I um mention this artist. I don't really just have a lot to say about him that I like about him. But Eric Billinger came out with Hit Easy. And yes, that's ma'am. him and Heat Maker. And I actually like that song. So I yes, actually, ma'am. and it was like next after Brain. So I remember Hit Easy more than I do Brain. So that's why I'm like, I don't really know if Brain was that good. I got to go back and listen to it. But mm-hmm. I know Hit Easy is. Now I mm-hmm. like that shit. Yeah, it was And fire. then um, Ari Lennox. Some guy named Nasty C, they came out with a song called Black and White. Now, it's a, it's one of them type of songs. You ain't got to have it. It's from, uh, what is it? Coming to America soundtrack. But it's one of them. I say you should listen to it, but you don't really have it. It ain't going to be the ones you be like, ooh, play that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I got you. But then, now this song slaps to me. This song is by Doughboy. I keep wanting to say Doughbee. That's why I'm like, Doughboy. But anyways, Doughboy and Lil Uzi Vert. So this features Lil Uzi Vert, and it's called Low Key. Now, the cool part about this <coughs> is Doughboy was saying that he sent it to Lil Uzi. He didn't even, you know, really think that Lil Uzi would actually get on it. He said Lil Uzi had it done, with. I think it was like within a couple of hours or so. And said <coughs> Uzi sent it back the, like the next day. He was just like, boom, sent it back. So then um, he was just like, it was cool working with him or whatever. But the funny part about it is they have not met at all. And I was just like, it goes to show you that when they make songs these days, these folks don't be in the booth like we used to think they were. You know Hell what no. I'm saying? Hell no. Like, Hell but, yeah, not, yeah. I feel like. Now, for real. Yeah, not now. Like, now you can just email a track to somebody and then boom, boom, how they damn, um. Audio, uh, audio engineer, do that shit, and damn, yeah, send it back. You good? But yeah, and back in the day, of course. Video together. Right, ain't never seen each other. Hell, but back in the day, yeah, like you said, so cool. Them motherfuckers were actually working and collabing and shit together. They were. That's back in when you used to have the drums in the um the booth with you, and the nigga in the back on the drum set just getting it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what's anyway. even wilder? I'm sorry to get off topic. Uh. I don't know if you saw that movie with uh, Denzel Washington. Not yet. But him, so Jared Leto said something about that. He said that, I think somebody asked him about Denzel Washington. He said, would you believe that we did this whole entire movie and I have still yet to actually meet him? Like, they just walked on the set. They came to the set already in character mode and just instantly started just delivering lines. So they never had a moment where Hey, Mr. Washington. Hey, Mr. Leto. Hey, like they never had a conversation with each other at all to this day. So they did a whole movie, fire as hell. And you know what I'm saying? Like, just know how good of an actor you are when you ain't even got to have no before before screen chemistry or nothing like that. Y'all able to deliver a, a good performance and ain't had no type of chemistry at all. Ain't even met. So, one, Denzel is a motherfucking legend. Of course. Two, Jared is a motherfucking legend in the making. So, of course. I mean, of course. that nigga can act, and I don't give a damn what nobody say. I actually liked his uh, version of the Joker. <laughs> but that's just me. 
Yeah. Have you saw? I'm interested to see the, him in just in the new Justice League movie. Mm, I have been, but I will. I'm sure I'm gonna watch it. I yeah. watch all those movies. Yeah. Although I do know that I'm more of a Marvel fan than I am DC, but you know, hey. Of course. Is. Yeah. But I like I'm them sorry. all. Either way, that's it for the new music. So now we are moving on to albums. Yeah. So we're gonna start off with uh, the people that we know and love, my boys. Uh, Native Sounds, um, of course, they are indie artists out of Augusta, Georgia. Um, straight Wreck Entertainment all day. Um, but yeah, they just dropped their project called Fly By Night. Um, it has a total of nine songs. Um, my boy Jam is on here, as well as Benzo Scott, you dig? Um, but yeah, y'all, it's nine songs total. Definitely check it out. I know people don't really be like giving indie artists a chance like that, but... I listened to it this weekend, and I listened to it a couple of times. Like, it's really, really good. I really fuck with this project. And I like, I, I would say that even if they weren't my niggas. Like, even if I didn't go to high school with these niggas. And, like, all that shit. Like, these niggas are really good. So definitely check them out. They're called Native Sounds. Native is with a, with a three, the number three. So it's not an E at the end of Native. It's a three. But definitely check them out. The album is called Fly By Night. Um, But, yeah. Definitely check it out. Um, I would say the next project is going to be Table for Two, which is by Mr. Lucky Day. Um, it has a total of seven songs. It features Queen Nyjah, Ari Lennox, um, those other people that we mainly know. I'm not going to lie, I haven't listened to it yet, um, but I plan to. Um, yeah, I plan to. Um, the next project is going to be Pink Planet by Pink Sweats. Now, I'm just now starting to get into uh, Pink Sweats. Um, this is more of a pop project. I know he does some R&B as well. Um, but he has a total of 18 songs on here. Um, it features Kalani. That's the only person that it features. Um, so yeah, I plan on checking this out as well. I haven't listened to it at all, but I plan to. Um, now, like you said earlier, my nigga, 1-800-HIT-EASY, my boy Eric Bellinger had a project with Hitmaker, um, had a total of 14 songs on it, um, and yeah, I would say out of the entire project, there might have been three songs that I, three or four songs that I probably skipped or didn't like or didn't care for. Almost every other song I like, so... Um, I like Eric Bellinger. Um, I like his voice. I feel like he's a good uh, he's, he's a good writer. Um, sometimes, yeah, he can use probably more auto tune than he should. But uh, I don't he's, know. I think he's, he's a hit or miss for me. Huh? He's a hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I forget the songs in particular that I like, but. I would definitely say check it out. Um, I definitely fuck with this project, so peep it. Um, next up, or lastly that I have as far as albums, is actually going to be the soundtrack uh, for Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, I have yet to watch that movie yet on Netflix, but I plan to. Um, but yeah, uh, the soundtrack, uh, clearly yeah, I didn't listen to no music this weekend. Um, I didn't listen to this either. I've been on the go. Uh, this had a total of 22 songs. Um, it features artists like, uh, um, 
who's on here? Her, Nas, Black Thought. Uh, we just said Nipsey Hussle and Jay-Z. I did hear that song, of course. Um, Hit Boys on here. Smino, Saba, Masego, BJ the Chicago Kid, Lil Durk, G Herbo, Pooh Shiesty, Polo G, Dom Kennedy, G Herbo again, Sir, ASAP Rocky, Rakim. I mean, so many artists is on this shit. It's literally a various artist project. Um, but yeah, total 22 songs. I plan to check it out. Um, yeah. And that's all I have for new albums and new music for this week, people. Well, for the music announcement, now, I don't know if people been asking for this or something. I don't really know because, uh, you know, these aren't just two artists that I'm just always, like, hyped for uh, to drop new music. But, you know, hey, I'm sure the worst of the world is. But a lot of chatter has been going on and because Lil Uzi Vert, just a couple of days ago, said he tweeted out, okay, this, and he tagged himself and... um. What's the nigga name? Travis, Travis Scott. I was about to say Travis Barker. But Travis <laughs> Scott. And he was like, what the fuck? And, you know, of course, he put, like, the emojis that represent them or whatever. So, of course, you know, a cactus was on there. And so now, you know, everybody's just really waiting to see when they going to drop or what mm-hmm. they got going on. So I definitely know that when it does drop, it's going to be something big because these are two big artists of this time. So I can only imagine what the fuck is finna happen? Now, when you think of them, that like Travis Scott sound, to me, it's like very Uzi-ish, I guess you can say, kinda, because it's that like space age sound. That's what I like to call it. But more of that like space age stuff. So I am, I actually am a little excited to hear that what they have in the works. I can't yeah. say I'm just sitting here like, oh shit, when it's gonna drop. But I am excited to hear it when it does drop. So, be looking out for that, guys. Yeah, that's going to be fire. I'm sure um, it is. Because they both, they both kings in their own way. You know what I'm saying? Like, they really right. did come in the game, make a name for themselves, and still killing the shit. So, hey. <laughs> Correct. This shit finna slap. Pretty yeah. sure. Unless they fuck it up with some weird ass beat. <laughs> right, that's really it, bro. As long as the beat is good, I feel like they're gonna float. But if, you, if I hear right. a beat that shit trash, yeah, it ain't gonna be good. It Especially ain't really with a good these beat. days, type rappers, like, right. you, you have to have a hard beat. Because if yes. your beat suck, we're gonna really know you suck. Correct. Like, Correct. That's how I see that one. But, anyways, yeah, moving, moving on, on to that's what's up. Shot. Yep, that was up. Um, so, shout out to Pete. Now, nothing has really move forward in this case yet um i've been seeing it all over social media all over twitter like literally they've been posting about this girl all over twitter and everybody's been saying how horrible it is which it is um so basically there was an article that went out it says 24 year old ohio woman arrested for leaving her 10 year old and two year old daughters in the motel while she was at work um and you know I know, I haven't been through this, but I know a lot of people that have. I know a lot of my friends, cousins, other family members who parents had to go off to work or mom had to, you know, single mama had to go off to work or whatever. So, you know, the big sister had to watch, you know what I'm saying? The big sister who's 10 years old had to watch the, the other the other little sisters and brothers and shit. Like, 
the 10 year old was the mama while the mama was gone or whatever that work. You know what I'm saying? Like just watching over the kids. I've heard of different stories like that. So it's, it's very common, very normal in the black community. Um, but of course to defects and to the police and government, they think this is child abandonment. Um, but uh, shout out to Pete. P ended up uh, posting on this, and he said, "Someone get me this young lady info. My mom used to have to do the same thing when we was young, not because of abandonment issues. It's because people can't afford childcare, working at a pizza shop. She wasn't hanging out at a club. She was at work, which is completely true. Like she's trying to make a living for her and her fucking children. She ain't out here parlaying and shit or sleeping up with other niggas or no other shit like that. She's trying to fucking work to make a living for her and her children." So, you know, shout oh, out to no, P. Oh, that shit is truly wild. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm saying shout out to P for, you know, trying to get involved in some way, trying to help out in, in some fashion. Um, because, you know, he's... Well, somebody he's, definitely needed to step into that because that, yeah. that is truly worth it. Like, that right. is really working hard. And like, she did, I didn't see nothing wrong. No, like, she don't need to be in jail. She needs to, she needs to be helped. Like <laughs> That's it. That's it. All they could have done was, ma'am, do you need us to help you find a babysitter? That's all you should have done. Right. That's it. A trusted babysitter. That's all. That's it. To so, arrest this woman for trying to make money for her and her children because she can't av- she can't afford child care right now. And then you put her under child endangerment. Like, right. the fuck on. But see, that's the shit they do to people like us. Now, right. I of course. This was the other way around. It would have been a sob story. Oh, it would have been a it, sob Ellen would have came in. Fucking so many people uh, would have stepped in. Somebody stepped in. Oh, shit. I, you know what? I swear to God, right hand. I promise you, I was just going to say Oprah name, but I'll, you know what? Let me not go there. But just like you said, yep. Oprah asked Shona would have been one of them, too. That would have stepped in and would have gave her money up, too. Or they would have started. It would have been a whole bunch of celebrities starting up some money for this girl. Or starting for this like girl was white. The rappers, R and B singers, everybody, y'all need to step in and do something for. I don't give a fuck if y'all buy her house. I don't give. I don't give a fuck what you do. But I something. feel like something needs to be done. A car, something. I don't know. Pay pay for the home. Period. Buy her the whole house. All she has to do is pay property tax on the land. Now come on. That don't yeah. sound that bad at all. And now right. we know she can afford daycare. Cause you Hell, as much money these niggas, niggas be throwing on, as much money these niggas be throwing on, wasting on fucking whatever bullshit. Bullshit. Hell, Cardi just had a whole flex Valentine's Day post talking about comparing uh, gifts, men gifts to women gifts. And she was like, yeah, Offset and got me a $40,000 this and $300,000 this and Five hundred thousand dollars this on my left hand, and all. it's like, well, shit. Put a portion of that to, to this girl, and that's just that's literally just one celebrity. That's one celebrity spending this amount of money on crazy dumb shit. When you can literally put not even a four hundred k to get this girl a house, it ain't gotta be, shit. Two, it ain't gotta be that much, but it's something to where. She can have a home and possibly y'all pay for her some child care, child care network, or a home babysitter or something like that for a certain amount of time period. Something to help this girl get on her feet uh, just to give her some type of assistance quickly because she need it. And our first things first, I know she's going to need some type of uh, assistance dealing with this as far as like legal assistance. So any type of 
assistance or help they can give to that as far as maybe getting her a good lawyer, helping her financially in that aspect, something. Um, because yeah, like you said, that's bullshit. Like that's 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 no way to treat anyone in this situation. But like you said, that's how they treat us and our black women in this situation. But had it been a white girl or a white woman or whatever the fuck, wouldn't have, like you said, it wouldn't have been no issue at all. Mm-mm. Everybody would have stepped up to fucking help. Um, so yeah, shout out to P for um, you know trying to bring light to this and um, trying to do something about it. <clears throat> and um, truth be told, I know that they were not definitely. I, now the, the thing is, I, I we were staying at home alone at eight, so I mean you know mm-hmm. to each his own. Mm-hmm. I get I love it. You that. Now one of the girls was ten, so. The ten-year-old definitely can watch the two-year-old. Mm-hmm. I know that because I've been helping fucking babysit my cousin since I've been younger too. So I, I know how that goes. My whole thing is this: I do get the whole fact that kids do need to be supervised, and yes, mm-hmm. a ten-year-old is not a mother, does not know everything about how to raise a child. Mm-hmm. Truly, get that, know that. What I do respect is that you at least put them in a hotel room where you have to have a key to get in so to me that's secured nobody can fucking get in that room but the hotel clerk if need be and i don't know i just i do appreciate that they were at least in a hotel room versus Mm -hmm. you know something you could kick in yeah and go straight to the kids but whatever yeah that's fucking insane yeah, so shout out to P. Um, next up, <clears throat> feels kind of odd to say, but like I said, clean slate. Shout out to Tory Lanez. Um, he, well, I mean, he actually did a good thing. You know what I mean? Like he, he, uh, uh, while he was in Atlanta, um, he visited a uh, upcoming artist, uh, upcoming. Uh, yeah, she's trying to be an upcoming artist or whatever, upcoming rapper. Uh, I'm not sure of her name, but she's suffering from muscular. Dystrophy, dystrophy, dystrophy. I don't even know how. I think it's dystrophy. But um, yeah, so she's suffering from that. But he uh, pretty much pulled up um, and paid for the family's uh, paid for the remainder of their uh, mortgage. I think paid for the rest of their they rent. I think while they were moving, so he paid the rest of their rent off, so they didn't have to worry about that shit and just take time to do whatever they needed to do. So, That's what's up for real. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, the, the one thing I will say in, in addition to that is like he pretty much just like just gave them money, which was cool. Hugged the mama, hugged her, was talking for a while, and oh, you can do do it, and you know, just you know, gassing her like you gonna make it. Da, 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 da. Cool, 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 cool. All right, boom. So here's my thing. It's like, all right, you have the platform, Tori. Like, yeah, you gave her a check, cool. But it's like, you're a rapper. Like, you have a studio. You can put her on a song, potentially. Like, you could actually help her out more by putting her on a song or putting her in contact or whatever. But I think that's the thing. I'm not sure if that's something with black people. I'm not sure if it's something when it comes to when you had a celebrity status, but I think people don't want people to get get it easier than what they had it. 
It's like, yeah, Tori, I get that you had to suffer and you had to grind and all that shit. But it's like, damn, bro, you got a point now where you can actually help someone more than you actually think. Like, yeah, you gave her a check. Cool, cool. You know what I'm saying? To help pay off their rent. But right. you know this girl trying to be a rapper. She can actually rap. So it's like, throw on a song. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even about, like, hook up with a, a, a manager. Hell, you a rapper, bro. Like, put on a song. Get have a produce, you know, or shit, you be a feature on one of her songs, that, you know what I'm saying, help her out, something along that way to help, help her out more, like I said, more than you would even think, but, I don't know, maybe artists don't think that deep, or, again, maybe they don't care, maybe they just would rather them grind it out, or whatever, but, I don't know, I always mm-hmm. just felt like you can, you can just do a little more in that aspect, it'd be a lot of people that'd be like, oh, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do this. And it's like, instead of you actually trying to give them a helping hand in that, it's like, okay, well, you know, yeah, you can do it. Just keep trying hard and, you know, you'll get there. It's like, all right, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, shout out to Tori for that. Um, and then uh, shout out to 5 year Foreign. He basically did a good thing um, on Valentine's Day. He was going around... Um, I want to say it was in Brooklyn and in the Bronx, because you know he's from New York. Um, he went around the Brooklyn and the Bronx um, giving back uh, to, I think he, what was it? Oh, with, along with his, uh, I didn't even know he had a foundation called the Foreign, uh, Foreign, Foreign Side Foundation. So he ended up uh, basically giving gifts to uh, single mothers and um, who suffer from like domestic violence. Um I'm sorry. Let me. I lied. He was giving back to single mothers and uh, domestic violence victims on uh, Valentine's Day. So shout out to Five Year Foreign for, you know what I'm saying, doing a good that thing. Hell yeah, out with the people and giving love to the ladies. You did what I'm saying. Yeah, so, that is. Because you know, it's like it's it's single mothers who probably ain't you know probably wasn't getting that much love or whatever on Valentine's Day because Valentine's it Day is. can be. For people, who, yeah, for people who really celebrate it, like for people who really care about it and who really want to celebrate it, it can be a stressful holiday for many people. So, you know what I mean? I'm pretty sure that, you know, put a smile on many of these women's faces and most of them look black or, or, or Latina. So, you know what I'm saying? It's good that he was able to help, um, you know, black and brown people all alike, um, you know, have love on that special day. So, shout out all to right. 5 You did. Um... Here's something. The weekend is actually getting a documentary. So it's a 90-minute documentary and it's going to be on his actual home homecoming, his actual Super Bowl performance and it's called The Show. Now, the greatest part about all of this is that it's actually going to be directed by Nadia Hallgreen, who is the Emmy nominated uh director who did Becoming. So, shout out Weekend, like the, the halftime show. Now, there's a couple of people saying they didn't really care for the um, halftime show or whatever. But, at the same time, it don't matter if you liked it or you didn't. Because now this nigga finna get paid for real. Because <laughs> he has an old documentary about it. So, uh-huh. shout out Weekend, man. And then, also, for you cush smokers out there, Ice Cube announces his marijuana marijuana oh, line Lord. and it's called Friday Kush not Ice Cube <laughs> I'm playing I'm playing I said I said clean slate I'm playing yeah I know that's dope so I'm it's just like 
Yeah, that would be dope. I'm down to um, I'm down to try that shit. I'm like, um, I know damn well you finna try it. So fuck yeah, you know I'm down. To, I'm you know I'm bullshit. Even if it wasn't clean slate, you. <laughs> nah, I you know you could at least snuck and smoke a little bit. Yeah, I'm down to smoke that shit, bro. Like y'all know, I always fuck with Q, man. I've been a big Q fan since way back. So since the '90s, since my uncle was keeping me and shit. So I've always been he a huge said fan. Going to be the strongest nugs on the market, and he oh. said they're high potency. 98% pure liquid THC to marijuana makes it the strongest and highest quality flowers on earth. And Damn. he said his is unique. So, I'm pretty sure he know weed. I'm going to try it. Yeah, I'm going to try it. And um, I still want to try hove shit. If it, whenever I see it, I'm going to try it. Hove and Wayne, he joining them. Yeah, so. I'll say Wayne shit. Whenever I, if I see Wayne shit, I'm going to try and that I shit. I feel like you want to try Wayne's because you know he's a smoker. You know he's a smoker, right. Yeah. Oh, and it's funny because I was just about to mention it. <laughs> what? That I was just about to say I have something else. Oh, oh yeah, only because you Yeah, only because you mentioned, when you mentioned um, the weekend documentary, it reminded me, oh, shit, I forgot about Biggie. So yeah, yeah so say it, but it's cool. Yeah, so it seems like Biggie is gonna get his documentary as well. Um, Diddy ended up posting on his uh, Instagram. He said, "I got a story to tell." On March first, the greatest rapper of all time will share his origin story on Netflix. This documentary celebrates his life and legacy in a way the world has never seen before. My mother, my brother D Rock, I'm proud of you, King. It was in honor to executive produce this alongside uh, Valletta Wallace and uh, who is this? Uh, Mark Pitts. Um, he said, hashtag dig forever. Hashtag I got a story to tell. So definitely, definitely, definitely excited to see this. Um, Netflix been, listen, Netflix been bringing some heat. Netflix been bringing some shit this year, or last, the end of last year, and this year that Netflix been on their shit. So, I'm definitely uh, gonna watch this one right. for sure, for sure. I still want to watch um something else. I want to watch. I feel I am forgot. Damn, I feel like it's something uh, something musical that's out that I want to see, or something with music related that I want to watch but I haven't seen yet. I can't think of it anyway. Um. But yeah, y'all, that's all we got for y'all this week. Shit. Oh, no, we don't. I'm so sorry. Um, We got condolences. We don't really have... Well, we have these sometimes, but not too often. But uh, RIP, we got a condolence. RIP to Nicki Minaj's uh, father, Robert Mirage, who uh, died in a uh, hit-and-run accident. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, I think he was walking in some street um, and a car uh, basically hit him. And he died. Um, and they have no idea who this car was. They have no eyewitnesses. They have no nothing at all on this car. So this hit and run, it was basically like it was almost in the middle of nowhere, basically. Um, so, you know, Nikki hasn't spoken on this. Um, I believe they do have. Photos together more recently, kind of, so they you can tell they were trying to work on things um, together, you know what I mean? But I'm not sure as far as where they stood or, you know, where they were as far as father and daughter and shit like that, as far as, you right. know what I'm saying, like where they really, their relationship lied. But um, I know she hasn't spoken about it 
as of yet, but you know, we gonna send you know what I'm saying, love and positivity her way. You know, she's yeah, gonna man. she already has a child. Yeah, so Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's really wild, bro. It's 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 wild. Like everybody literally just fucking just dying. Like it's it's sad to see. Like it's just this is wild. I ain't never seen this many just R.I.P. I feel like, and that's the thing I said on Twitter too. It's like I have TMZ on my phone as an app, and I have it to where it notifies me, so I'm always able to see if something you know new comes up or whatever the fuck happens. You know, mainly for podcast reasons, I'm able to add the news in there. Um, but it is so draining sometimes when I see a fucking headline or notification where it says such and such has died or such and such has passed or such and such is you know dead or. Dead at such and such. And it, it, it don't matter who it is. It could be somebody I know, somebody I don't know. But it's just seeing that so often, especially in these times, it's like, God damn. It's like we losing so many people off of this earth. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, but it definitely makes you appreciate each day that you have because, you know, it's, it's so cliche. It, it really be cliche to say this and to hear it all the time. But yeah, like you said, you never know. You really never know. Tomorrow's never fucking promised. Like it's, I saw somebody that tweeted my dad. I saw somebody tweeted my dad uh, tested positive for COVID. She retweeted that. And it, it was like two days ago. My dad, uh, RIP daddy. Or uh, uh, my dad passed away. So it's like two days after this man found out he had COVID, he died. So it's like... And even beyond COVID, there's some people who who dying these days crazily, and it ain't even COVID. Some people just dying and just dying. Right. That's the scary part. That's something like, I don't know. Like, what's going on? Like, is it something that this that the God know that? We, well, obviously God know everything that we don't know. But is it something that we need a hint on, or that that something is about to happen? Like, how come out right now? These past couple of years, past couple of months, so many people have been dying. Whether, like I said, whether it's been from COVID or not COVID. It just yes. seems it's it seems like eerie almost. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, strange. but prayers up for families that are going through things. Yes, um, absolutely. Definitely I know for certain you never just truly know that things are going to affect you as they do. So just stay prayed up and definitely if you don't pray, talk to somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> like have a circle, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Absolutely. You know, you just have to always have that extra support around you to help you through times. Yeah. No matter what it is, whether it's death, whether it's depression, anything, you definitely always need a support system. So, people. Ooh. Yes, ma'am. Get it together. Please. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that was a word. And man. that's it. That was a good exit. Um, but yeah, y'all, make sure y'all follow us on all of our social media platforms. Our Instagram is Ada Podcast. Ada Podcast. That's A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Ada Podcast. That's underscore A-D-A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We finna get a a, a, a TikTok soon, so be ready for us on TikTok. Um, listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of that good shite. Um, yeah, y'all, and again, just continue to be safe, be mindful, wear y'all's mask, um, be kind to each other, you know what I'm saying? You never know what people are going through, so just, you know, yeah, love each other. And, um, you got anything for these people? 
Bye.